Worship Reflections, a worship song devotional presented by Worship Quest Ministries and Andrew Brain. Angels from the Realms of Glory. I want to share with you how God has moved in my own heart this Christmas season uh, to see his greatness and his excellence more fully through the great Christmas hymn, Angels from the Realms of Glory, Wing Your Flight Over All the Earth. First, I want to point out those angels, those same angels who sang creation's story. Think about the wonder of that moment when, when wisdom himself, the eternal logos, the one by whom and in whom all things were made and without whom nothing was made that has been made, he speaks forth. By the word of his voice, the entirety of the created cosmos, the entire created universe, all the things of creation, he speaks them forth into being. And who is standing there at that moment? Who's watching in that moment in stunned amazement, joyful, awestruck amazement? It's the angels. They can't help but burst forth into song at the wonder of the creative power of Almighty God. And so those same angels who sang creation's story, who already had a front row seat to behold the mighty power of God and his wisdom in creation, now, in stunned wonder, once again, these angels now have a new song to sing. God sends them to the skies over the sheep pastures outside of Bethlehem, singing glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Maybe the better English translation might be uh, peace among those with whom he is pleased. You can dive into that study at your own convenience. That's Luke chapter 2, verse 14. These lowly shepherds, low on society's ladder as they were, I just thought they were in for another boring night, <laughs> sitting out in the field protecting those sheep, just putting in another boring day's work. Uh, they receive in that moment the amazing, thrilling performance of all amazing, thrilling performances as those angel choirs of heaven burst forth into the praises of the excellence of Almighty God. But think about this. Who's more amazed in this scenario, the shepherds or the angels? Clearly, the shepherds were shocked. They were overwhelmed. But the angels, they've been watching the work, the grandeur, the power, the wisdom of Almighty God from the dawn of time. And yet, and yet, now, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Did these angels even have a category to consider that wisdom himself, the eternal Logos, would step down from the majesty of the glory of heaven and would take on ultimate humility? That the one in whom all things hold together could come now to this cattle stall in ultimate need, shivering in the cold as a little baby. 
All hell doth at his presence quake, though he himself for cold doth shake, as Robert Southwell put it. Think of the amazement of the angels at this. I don't even think we have a category to consider the level of amazement and wonder that the angels were experiencing in themselves as they rang out their songs over the fields outside Bethlehem that night. And that is, after all, what worship really is, isn't it? It's beholding the greatness of God and responding in wonder, in praise, in adoration, in devotion, all the responses that the Holy Spirit uh, draws forth in us as we respond to God's grandeur. So I think the wonder and amazement of the angels was elevated to a whole new unimagined level that night. Hey, angels, <laughs> you who have beheld and been beholding the greatness of Almighty God in the heavens from all time and eternity past. Hey, angels, get ready for this. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Second thing I want to point us to is the verse about the Magi. Sages, leave your contemplation. Brighter visions beam afar Seek the great desire of nations, ye have seen his natal star. What were they over there in the east contemplating? The Bible says they came from the east. The Magi were most likely high-ranking nobles from the Parthian Empire, uh, which had just given the powerful Roman army a shellacking a few decades earlier. These weren't backwater nobodies. They were highly educated. They were highly respected. These were men of real political authority in an empire uh, that was at the time a true competitor to mighty Rome itself. Um, they almost certainly would have been sent with dozens, if not hundreds, of soldiers accompanying them uh, on this long journey. Uh, what were they over there in the east contemplating? Certainly they were experts in studying the stars, um, in this era of world history, most great political leaders uh, shared the conviction that astronomic or astrologic activity carried deep importance, maybe even causal importance, uh, to the destinies of great men and empires here on Earth. So they were studying the stars for that purpose. But at a deeper level, what were their contemplations? Sages, leave your contemplations. They were seeking meaning and purpose in life. They were seeking that which everyone most deeply desires. They were seeking meaning and purpose in life. These magi were one small slice out of the vast numbers of those who throughout human existence um, are seeking meaning and purpose in life. These weren't just self-help gurus or uh, armchair philosophers making it up as they go along. These magi were the best of the best. Um, and now, and now the one who they really have been seeking this whole time, the great desire of nations, finally steps onto the world stage. Uh, this name for Christ, this title for Christ, the great desire of nations, comes from Haggai, uh, the prophet Haggai, chapter 2, verse 7. This newborn babe is 
the King of Kings, the great high priest over all humanity in all times and places, the Lamb of God, slain before the foundation of the world, the one who would stretch out his arms upon the cross and offer himself as a perfect sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. This little babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger, he is the great desire of nations. He is the source of and the core and the center of all true meaning and purpose in life itself. Think of what the, the great philosopher Blaise Pascal once said. He said, there's an emptiness in the heart of man, which he tries in vain to fulfill with everything all around him. But this infinite abyss can only be filled with an infinite and immutable object. In other words, by God himself. And so this babe in the manger is the great desire of nations. And God honored the diligent searching and seeking of these magi by revealing to them the birth of the world's redeemer. So if God has moved in your heart this Christmas season to perceive um, and to realize his excellency and his greatness and his majesty more deeply, come and worship. Come and worship. Come in your heart uh, with the shepherds to that lowly cattle stall in Bethlehem or with the magi to the child Christ as they brought their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Come and kneel and bow before him in your heart and soul. Come and worship Christ, the newborn King.